Hello and welcome to episode two of Excuse Me Nurse. This episode is called We'll Always Need Nurses. <laughs> this is really ironic right now. Um, I'm at the second time, for the second time in my nursing career, I have officially been out of work. Um, you know, and I'm going to get up to that, but. When I was growing up, and when so many of us were growing up, we were always told, be a nurse. We're always gonna be needing nurses. You know, nurses will never go out of style. Healthcare is the way to go. And I debated for a long time between nursing or teaching, and at the end of the day, I loved both. And I thought, well, if I'm a nurse, I can always teach. And my schedule is a lot more flexible. So I went with nursing, which most days I'm grateful for, but there's definitely days, especially in the summer, when I think to myself, oh my gosh, I should have been a teacher. I do have a family with quite a few nurses, uh, mostly my aunts, and I always loved hearing their stories, and I was always aware that they were missing certain holidays or family functions or whatever because of their work schedule, but... I also saw the luxury of their schedule. Um, You know, every positive has a contrast to it. And with nursing, that's, that's kind of what it was. That, yeah, you might only work three days a week. They might be long days. But, you know, you have four days off a week. Or, yeah, you have to work some holidays. But you get paid extra. And going for my BSN following high school... I thought the nursing life would be nice someday for when I was having kids, but you don't really think about all the details. So, you know, years and years ago, when I graduated from nursing school, nursing was actually um, not having a shortage. When I first went to school for nursing in college, part of the reason I decided to do nursing was because there was a nursing shortage and there was promises of, you know, oh my gosh, you're going to be guaranteed a job when you get out of nursing school. They're so desperate for nurses. Well, when I graduated, they actually had a hiring freeze because nurses weren't retiring because of other things going on within the economy and such. And I couldn't get a job in a hospital. And unfortunately, when you go to school for your BSN, that's what they praise. That's what you strive for is to get a job in a hospital because who wants to work in a nursing home as an RN? You know, LPNs do that and they are important and they do great work, but you went to school for two years longer than them to be able to do all these things that you can do in a hospital that you don't do in a nursing home. Well, push came to shove and I took a job in a nursing home because that's all there was available to me. And I learned more there than I've ever learned as a floor nurse at a hospital. Um, I learned survival. (laughs) My very first day, the nursing supervisor was my, um, was the person I was shadowing and 
you know, I was an RN and she was an RN. There were a couple other shift supervisors on 3 to 11 that was an RN and she didn't like the idea of someone young coming in and taking over her position. And she literally looked at me and said, well, you know everything you need to know. You have your bachelor's. Here's the keys to the med cart. Figure it out and walked away from me. I had never passed a med independently on my life. I had never met these people before in my life. I didn't know where three quarters, if not more, of the things in the facility were. And I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I thought I was never going to survive. But you know what? Luckily, it was only a 12-bed unit, and I made it through. And at that time, I decided that I was not going to be defeated by this person or by this challenge. And I think as a nurse, it's really important. And I learned it the hard way right off the bat. But I learned. I learned a lot. You know, you learn how to be independent because physicians aren't there. You learn so much from therapy treatments, wound care, dressings, medications, signs and symptoms of when someone's starting to go downhill. I mean, in a nursing home, you pick up on that so fast because you know those people because they live there. And I mean, you know them better than their families sometimes. And, you know, I was fortunate at that facility to have the experience with long-term care rehab, but also hospice care. And I became so well-rounded. You know, I ended up becoming the assistant director of nursing and learning the administrative role and being on the wound team. And I loved it. I loved every aspect of that job. I hated the corporation I was working for. And that's the catch-22, you know? Um, Oh, at that place too, there were also a locked dementia unit. I mean, that was phenomenal experience and training and hands-on and learning and seeing a person good one day and bad the next second. And that helped me a lot as a nurse. Even when you're inpatient and a patient might not have dementia, but they're having acute confusion, it has saved my tuchus many a times having the knowledge and understanding of those patients and handling them appropriately. So, you know, that was a great job. But while I was there, at one point in my career, I switched to a different long-term facility because of the schedule. I thought it was important for me to have a better schedule because I had had my child. And I worked there for a few short months and actually got laid off. I went into work one day and they said, well, you're technically an RN doing a job that an LPN can perform and we're making cuts. So I apologize. You need to go home and pack all your things. And I wasn't fired for a performance or anything else. I was laid off. It was the week of Thanksgiving. It was about to be my son's birthday. We were having a party and we were hosting Thanksgiving dinner and I was 
mortified, terrified. How am I going to get through this? What am I going to do? And we just bought a house, like not even six months prior. So that was terrifying. But luckily, I was still in good terms with the place I had first worked and was still their PRN. And someone was looking out for me because I got a phone call saying, hey, do you want to come back for this position? And I said, yep, can I start tomorrow? (laughs) And it didn't happen quite that quickly, but thankfully I was not out of work very long. Um, So when I finally decided to move on from the nursing home scene, I went into the hospital. I did a floor that did orthopedics, neurology, trauma, so basically a um, focused med surge floor, and I loved it. I had never seen nursing and other departments work so intimately together, support each other so much. I learned so much neurologically um, above what I had already known, and same with orthopedic, and traumas were just fascinating to me. I mean, they could be a challenge, and sometimes our floor was on lockdown, but I didn't really ever not feel safe. Um, I will say that there was a lot of education in the hospital, but it was just such a different level, and you're expected to just know what you're doing and fake it till you make it which unfortunately is way more common in nursing than I hope other professions (laughs) I guess I don't really know but I mean that job was awesome and I loved it and I thought I was going to be there for a long time and unfortunately My husband and I had since divorced and we were going through a custody situation and the 12s weren't going to work for my family anymore. So I switched to a job at an outpatient acute or I'm sorry, an outpatient ambulatory surgical center. And once again, I love it. I love what I do. You know, everybody's happy when they come in. They're in and they're out. Very few people are disgruntled or grouchy Um, and I've learned once again so many things that I had not known previously in my career and that's one of the best things about nursing is you're constantly learning you can change departments and it's like the same but totally different and you can't get bored because you're learning and it's really awesome you know the one other job that I did was I worked as a pediatric home care nurse one day a week, um, a few years out of being a nurse, and I loved that. That was the most I ever felt like a nurse. You could sit at the patient's bedside, you could do range of motion, give a bath, apply lotion, read a bedtime story. Um, You assisted with all the ADLs and I love my nursing assistants and I do not take advantage of them, but you got to be a full, complete nurse. You know, you had eight hours to give this child medications and get them on or off the ventilator and 
stand them up or move them from one area to the other and try to do some educational stuff, but you got to be a nurse. I'll never forget this one nurse that I worked with at my very first job said to me, oh, I wish you could have been a nurse when it was fun. Before we had all this charting and regulations and legalities and you got to be a nurse to your patient. It was the best. And I long for that. And every career that I've had in nursing has had different aspects of that, but nothing like the pediatric home care. The worst thing about that is reimbursement is low because it's a one-to-one nurse-to-patient ratio. So I do love my patients and the care that you give them, and I do love having their mental well-being part of my to-do list and having the time to sit at bedside and talk to them and care for them and listen to their hopes, their dreams, their worries, their fears, their anxieties about whatever may be going on. And, you know, wound care is one of my passions, and I don't get to do that anymore, and I miss it, but... You give and take with nursing, you know. I I love teaching. I love administrative work in nursing. And I'm a young nurse. I'm 33. I don't know if I can be a nurse for another 30 years because it is mentally and physically exhausting. But I have time to continue to explore other avenues. And I do love that. Um, the things that I don't like... You know, is you don't have time for your patients anymore. You're so busy charting for CMS guidelines, which is what Medicare goes through. And, you know, you don't get to do that ADLs and range of motion and bedside nurse mannerisms, conversations, and the things that are so glorified, you know, in, in the media on TV or what you hear about or what you think about when you think of a nurse. You know, that doesn't happen. You know, you're always being told what you're doing wrong. There's never enough praise. You have management on your back. Sometimes you have corporate on your back. Uh, Licensing uh, surveys, just... There's so much pressure from so many outlets, families the patient, other departments. Sometimes it's really hard to remember, this is why I became a nurse. And unfortunately, you know, it just doesn't always have the, I don't know, just you don't always get to have the days that you want, the reasons of why you wanted to become a nurse. And I've thought about furthering my education and getting my master's, but that's twofold. I would love to go to school to learn. I don't want to go to school to write papers and take things that are unrelated to what I need or want to do. And I also don't know what I would want to do. I've always talked about education, but I'm not ready to do that yet. I don't want to get my degree and not use it for five or ten years and then them say, well, you're worthless, you know, you haven't used your degree. And I don't want to wait five or ten years to go to school because I'm already over ten years out. You know, there's a lot of 
a lot of internal struggle with that, but back to being laid off. Um, I gotta tell you, right now I am furloughed. I am a 33-year-old nurse with experience in pediatrics, geriatrics, death and dying, inpatient, acute care rehab, um, inpatient med surge, ambulatory services, uh, administrative charge, I'm ACL certified, and I don't have a job right now. My company was furloughed. I work for a large organization, and um, we were going to staff an acute care hospital that they were going to structure as such so that they could care for COVID patients. And the population in central Pennsylvania right now is not where they thought it was going to be, and they haven't needed us. So we were sent home due to lack of work. I am pregnant, I'm trying to save my PTO for maternity leave, and um, this is the third time I was told the world is always going to need you as a nurse, and it's not been true. Not at graduation, not when I got laid off, and not now when I've been furloughed, and I think that just speaks to so many uncertainties in the world. And it's sad. The thing that I will say is the best out of all of this is my son is nine and a half years old and I am getting such amazing quality time with him. I mean, he's not going to be an only child much longer and I'm not home with him in the summers. And now I'm home with him. He's not at school. We're able to just spend time together and we've cooked together and cleaned together and played together and walked together. And I am getting the most amazing memories with him. And I am so appreciative of this. And amongst all the negativity and stress and sickness and struggle that we are facing today, I am trying every day to be grateful because I have the most amazing little human being in the whole world and I'm his mother and pretty soon I'm going to have another one of those and I'm going to get to watch him be a big brother and it's just going to be fantastic. This is a time we will probably never get again that I've never had before with him and I think what's important with times like these is even when it looks like the skies are cloudy and the rain is coming, you have to make the best of it that you can. And that can be so much easier said than done, but I'm home, I'm with my son. We ripped out all his old dinosaurs and we are playing and roaring and digging in the dirt and planting plants and getting snuggles and hugs and watching a movie every night. And I will never forget to treasure these days when he's older and 
not living at home or going off to college and I miss him, I'm going to have a lot of fond memories to look back on. And um, I really, really think that counts for something. So I hope you all are swimming, treading with your head above water and making it financially. We need to learn to coexist and depend on one another and support one another. And it's going to be rocky, but I really think it's going to be okay. And I hope everyone is able to feel optimistic to that as well. And, um, I, I, yeah. So I hope that this was enlightening to you. Not every episode of Excuse Me Nurse will be such a rampage or career focused, but I wanted to give you all a little background on my career history and how it is with me today. And hopefully some of y'all can relate or, you know, feel free to reach out, feel free to share this. I'm new to it and I'm exploring, but I'm excited about having the time to take on this new endeavor. So, ciao.